Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, boys and girls, children of all ages. It's me, Craig, and I'm back for the fourth week in a row. This is some kind of record. I don't know how I do it. I know all you're out there asking, how does he do it? I don't know. Like Letterman used to say, there is no off position on the genius switch. So here we are. This week, I would like to talk about stuff. Now, I know you're looking at that title of this week's episode and saying, 5571, what could that possibly mean, Craig? Well, I'm glad you asked. That is the number of emails that I deleted this week. Now, that's not overly large for some people. It's also not um, a small amount for some people, you know. And some people land smack dab in the middle. Now, I know people that have like 15 or 20,000 emails in their inbox, and I, I don't get that. I don't understand it. I don't understand how that could possibly work. But hey, I only had about 8,000, I think. Um, so I'm down to somewhere around three or 4,000 emails now. Now, this is all just stuff. Stuff that has accumulated over the months and weeks and years. And I belong to a lot of email lists. Uh, I'm, I'm here to tell you, I, there's a lot. I, I couldn't even begin to tell you how many or what they are. All that. I don't think I can even tell you what half of them are. I just don't know. I sign up for things. I add my name to things. And I forget about it. There are emails I get from companies and people. And some lists I've been on for like a decade or more. And I don't remember signing up for them. I, I think the thing that annoys me the most is the emails that I get that I didn't ask for. And then they say, well, I'm sorry, you'll have to unsubscribe to get, stop getting these. I'm like, I didn't subscribe in the first place. So what possible reason should I have or should I need to unsubscribe? You contacted me. You initiated this exchange between us. I had nothing to do with it. But I digress. I know, you're shocked that I, I digress in my own podcast. Far be it for me to ever stay on a topic. Now, I would be remiss if I didn't give a shout out to my two biggest fans. You two can figure out which one is number one and number two, or you can switch every week. I don't care. You do you. I'll do me. And we'll get along swimmingly, right? So I want to talk about stuff. Why we have it, why we collect it, why we keep it, and what should we do with it? I am not really a pack rat anymore. I used to be. I used to save everything. Cables from computers I haven't owned since the late 90s. But by God, if I needed a SCSI cord or a DVI cord, I had it in a box. I may not ever use it, but I had it just in case. I think I even had some old matching transformers for television sets, you know, back in the dark ages when I was younger. And there was antenna screws on the back of the set that you had to hook up your gaming systems too. Now this is before the days of consoles. So if, if you're below 30, go ask an old person what I'm talking about. And they'll, they'll tell you about the glory days of the original Nintendos and Atari 2600s and whatever the gaming systems used to be back in the day. When in doubt, go ask an old person. They'll usually know. And by old, I don't mean someone like 35. I mean, a little, a little bit older, you know, We've been around a while, so we've collected stuff. I've got, or I used to have pens that no longer work. 
ticket stubs to movies I haven't seen since I was like 30 or something. I It's just, it, it's stuff that gets put in a drawer or put in a box and we hold on to it just in case. I don't know why we do it. I don't know what we're supposed to do with this stuff, why we keep it. I don't know. You'd have to ask a professional about that. And heaven knows there's probably someone out there that deals with this very thing on a daily basis with people. And I'm sure they're far better equipped and qualified than I to discuss why we do this. In my case with the emails, just, you know, I, I read it and I leave it. I should delete it right away, but just in case. Now, just in case why I would need to know about a sale a year from now or two, I don't know. But I just went through and I, I started clicking. I was doing like whole pages at a time. And I was deleting like 100 at a time. And then I saw the little button in Gmail that said, would you like to delete all of these? Yes, I would. Click. Within a minute, it was all gone. My storage limit went way back up. The amount of crap in my inbox went way down. And everybody's happy. Bob's your uncle. I don't know. I don't know what that means, but people say it. So we're people. We can say things, right? So we'll say that too. Several years ago, I forget how long, three, four, five, I don't know. There was um, Marie Kondo, I think was her name. She talked about cleaning stuff out and decluttering. And she said, if it didn't bring you joy, get rid of it. And I guess that that can work for some people, but I was I was so set and determined that everything I own brings me joy. At some point or another, it has brought me joy or will bring me joy again. Crafting supplies, I got rid of a ton of them. I give away stuff all the time on the Facebook group I belong to. <clears throat> you know, I'm not going to use it. It's collecting dust. And I, I no longer feel compelled to hold on to things. It's It's a very freeing event it's a very freeing thing when you just say you know what i don't need it you put it in a box or a bag you say hey do you want this stuff that i no longer want and you let it go and ultimately that means you can get more stuff because you got rid of stuff so you know you got to fill in those spaces with something right so anyway you have people like that there's a million youtube channels and instagram feeds and and other forms of media about <clears throat> decluttering there's books about it there's youtube videos about it there's there's all these things that will teach you how to let go and and just don't worry about it anymore it doesn't matter i i am a little guilty of well i got rid of a bunch of stuff so now i can look on the on the good stuff site facebook and say "Ooh, what do i need now or what do i want now it's not always about need it's about i want this and there's some some level in our brains that says we want this, we need this, we love this item, whatever whatever this widget or gadget or doodad is, we've just got to have it, we've got to possess it, we've got to hold on to it. And I, you know, I'm guilty of this, and I put things on a shelf, and I say, oh, that's cool, I'll put that on a shelf, and I'll look at it from time to time, and I forget about it for a year or two, and then I'll be walking by the shelf and say, oh, I forgot I had that. These are the things at the top of the list that should go. If you forget about it, it should probably go. I, I moved 
many times over the course of time I was married for jobs and for, for whatever reason we, we would move. And every time we moved, there was 10 or 20 or so boxes of stuff that we packed up <clears throat> when we moved. It was put into storage. It was put in the closet. It was put in a storage shed, wherever. And then when we moved, we were moving these boxes that were still taped up from the last move, like two or three houses ago. And it kept going like that. When we moved to the house in Pennsylvania, I put the stuff in the in the attic in the boxes. And a year later or so, a year and a half later, when we moved again, I brought the same boxes back with me. And I, I would I would pull the same boxes out. So I think that's stuff that if you don't look at it for a year or two or five years or ten years, can probably go. It like I said before, it's a very freeing exercise. And I I think there are oftentimes negative energies if you believe in that sort of thing attached to stuff in our houses. It could be good memories, could be bad memories. Although if it's a bad memory, why you would keep it, I have no idea. But, you know, this is this is what we do. We collect things and we hold on to things. And, you know, some things are nice to look at. Now, artwork, that's something that you walk by all the time. You'll see it and you'll enjoy it. And, you know, that, that's all well and good. And then there are things that you open up a drawer and you see all this stuff. Michael McIntyre talks about this. Um, I think that's his name. He's a British comedian. He talks about the junk drawer in the kitchen. But he talks about the things we hold on to in a humorous way. But it's a, it's a real thing that people do. Keys to houses that you haven't lived in in a decade or two. Car keys to a car you no longer have. Chinese takeout menus, just as an example of places that you haven't ordered from in forever, you know, for at least two presidents or something, but it's just stuff that gets put in a junk drawer. And I, I think most households have some kind of kitchen junk drawer somewhere where they just put stuff, you know, I may need this. I may need the batteries that are dead and leaking sometimes or twine, you know, like little bits of twine and zip tie, not zip ties, but bread ties and Odd, odd screws to things that you have no idea what they are. That foreign change that you got back by mistake when you got your change back from a restaurant or a vending machine, like Canadian nickels or whatever it is. It's just stuff we accumulate. It's all just stuff. I think Carlin said it best. And I, I'm sorry for name dropping, but it says jokes. I want to give him credit. The bit was, why is it that other people's stuff is crap, but your crap is stuff, stuff you need. I think that's why people don't want to leave their home so often because that's where all your stuff is. You're surrounded by your stuff. You can like reach out and touch your stuff at any time you want. And you don't have to worry about it because whether you're using that stuff or not, it's it's there and it's around you. I know people that can't leave the house without certain things keys wallet phones uh there are guys out there that carry their their everyday carry bags the edc bags and they got to have certain pens and pencils and knives and um thumb drives and whatever it's just you got to have your stuff and i think when we go on vacation we have to bring our stuff with us 
not just clothes, but we bring other things. You know you do. You're guilty of it, just like I am. So it all comes back to stuff. So I think that's something that I I know I need to work on, and I'm sure others of you out there listening to this know that it's something you need to work on. That it's sometimes you got to let it go. I mean, if you haven't used it, if you're not going to use it, if it's something that no longer works, broken remotes, broken tools, broken toys, broken kitchen gadgets and appliances, and it's probably time to let it go. My grandfather was very famous for that. He would work on something. And he'd fix it like a washing machine or a dryer, and he'd have parts left over that didn't work. But he put them in he put them in his storage shed, and we never understood why he he knew it didn't work because he he's the one that replaced the part. So I I don't know what reason you could have for holding on to it. It's not it's not usable anymore. It's not functioning. So I don't know. <clears throat> I've known other people that had jars full of screws and nails and um wooden dowels and plastic things and you know, just throw, I'll throw it in a jar. I'll keep it on the workbench. Or the house I live in now, the guy that owned the house before had all these big mason jars and pickle jars and whatever kind of jars. He attached them, he attached the lids to the ceiling of the garage and he screwed the jars into it. And there's just jars of stuff out there. I don't know what half of it is. I don't know that I would use it, but I figure technically it's not my stuff. So, I don't know if I, if I have an obligation or I have a legal reason to get rid of it, you know? Maybe someday I'll just, I'll throw it all in the junk pile and say, here, somebody come go through my stuff and see what you want. Wasn't well, that what a garage sale is? It's like, okay, I don't need this stuff anymore and I, I'm not going to get the money I spent on it back, but maybe I'll get a few bucks, you know, selling a $35 item for $5 and you feel like you, like you, you conquered the world because you got rid of stuff and you got a few bucks for it. That's another concept I never understood because you're never going to recoup what you paid for something. So I, I don't understand it. I'm not saying by any means to just let it go because, you know, then you might as well just throw it out, right? At least with the, the free group I belong to, I know that stuff I've given away has been used by other people and will be used by other people and stuff I've gotten has been used by my girlfriend and I over and over and over again. And even even that stuff. I, I want someone to keep a running count of how many times I said that word. I don't think we should make a drinking game out of it because somebody would be like really plastered by the time they got done with it. But some of the items, if you will, we got it. We used it for a little bit and we said, you know what? We don't really need this thing anymore. And we, we put it back up on the site and now someone else is using that, that thing. And I think it's great because it keeps, it keeps these things out of the landfills and out of, you know, out of junk piles and whatever people are actually using it. So why not? So if nothing else, go through your email accounts. And I know you probably all have several, like I do. I've got one for business. Actually, I have two for business, one personal, one semi-professional. It's just, you know, it's my name because it sounded better than Craig at Gmail or whatever. So before I got the one for my company now, that's the one I use when I want to do send out resumes or sound like I was somewhat professional in my life about doing things. I would use that one. So go through your email accounts and 
just scroll to the very bottom, however many emails that is for you. For me, like I said, it's like 3,000, three to 4,000 if I wanted to scroll through all those pages one at a time. Usually I just hit the last button. And I start from the bottom up and say, okay, this has been in here since. I think I have emails from when I opened the account in 2007. And it's probably safe to say that most of those could probably go by now. So at some point in the next week, I'll probably go through all my email accounts and get rid of the stuff that's over a decade old. Because I don't need it. I, I don't know why I'm holding on to it. I have no real reason for holding on to it. You know, if it's photos or something from from a family member, then I'll probably keep it. But for the most part, I'm, I've got Yahoo accounts that I haven't looked at. They send me an email every once in a while saying, do you know it's been a year since you've opened your email account? Do you want to keep it? If not, we're going to close it. So I'll go and I'll open it just to keep it around. But they can all go because there's nothing in there. And like 99.999% of the stuff that's in there is all spam now. So I haven't gotten an actual email that was worth anything in that account probably since their early 2000s. But it's there because I may need it someday. Like my circular logic, how I, how I made it back to my starting point. I know this is a um, a departure from the normal semi-useful podcast that I do. And I, I thank you for your indulgence in listening to me ramble for about 20 minutes or so. But this is something, you know, I gave you homework last week. I hope you did it. So this is homework again to go get rid of stuff. Go through the junk drawer, go through closets, go through your garage, go through your basement, attics, crawl spaces, whatever, and look around at all the things you have, all that stuff. And then start thinking about it. Do I really need it? And then, then if you're not sure, put it in a pile, go through all the other things, get rid of stuff, keep stuff, repackage stuff, and then look at that undecided pile. And then really look hard and long at it and say, do I really need it? Am I going to use it? I finally let all those cables go. After after several decades, I let the cables go. And, and sure as anything, I know someday I'm going to need one of those cables. I don't know what I'll need it for or what I'll need that power cord for, but I had it <laughs> still, especially now that everything is going to USB-C. I really don't need all the, the micros and minis and normal size USB cords anymore. So unless you have the equipment, you could probably let it go too. As always, this has just been my two cents worth. Your mileage may vary. I appreciate each and every one of you that's listened. I I'm very thankful that you guys are here each and girls are here each week listening to me ramble on about whatever the topic is. And like I told like I told somebody today, I usually never know what I'm gonna talk about until I see the red light from the mic go on and then I say, Okay, I'm committed now. Let's see where it goes. Cause I, I never have a plan. I just, I start talking, you know, um, what is it? Not it's, um, stream of consciousness. This is as close as I get where I just start going and each point leads to another point. And some points diverge in different directions and I've got to chase them around a, bit, a little bit and lasso them back together to make some coherent point. Anyway, thanks for listening. I love you all. Have a great week and God bless.